0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on the most dramatic of Scottish Cup weekends. Rangers crash out on penalties as the Saints go marching on thanks to goalkeeping hero Xander Clark. Hibbs also took penalties to get past Motherwell with Dundee United taking the more straightforward route beyond Aberdeen. And we're not done yet as Kilmarnock and St Mirren lock horns tonight. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio is Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans. Here is the stat to go with an incredible weekend of cup football Never in my lifetime And I am 71 years old Has there been a League Cup semi-final Or Scottish Cup semi-final That did not feature Celtic or Rangers In any given season Now we've got two of them In one season Kilmarnock and St Mirren Have a lot to live up to tonight In the quarter-finals Well done Dundee United What a display at Pataudry yesterday And what can you say about St Johnston in general And Xander Clark in particular Alec I am at a loss for words The public will be delighted Yeah it was a dramatic weekend Of Scottish Cup football Dundee United romped to a 3-0 win Over Aberdeen Hibs won a penalty shootout To take their place in the last four And Kelly will take on St Mirren To do battle tonight And you have to say Sip Johnson stunned Rangers at Ibrox yesterday Now you're not telling me that you don't have something on your mind After that weekend It was quite something 01419511025 What do you have to say for yourself? It was incredible drama everywhere you looked So get in touch and let us know what you think 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB Monday night though Put you on the spot Maybe a bit easier on Cup Weekend Result of the weekend it would be an insult to everyone and anyone's intelligence if I did not say St Johnston beating Rangers, the first team to do so at Ibrooks this season. Yeah, I concur. Normally I like to do uh, a different uh, opinion mm. to you, but you have to say it was a result of the weekend, Gordon. Okay. I mean, honourable mentions too, Dundee United, you would yeah. imagine, oh, for the convincing doubt. nature yeah, of it. Yeah, so do a result of it as well. Okay, fair enough. I won't force you too much to pick something different. Goal of the weekend. I'm going for Mark McNulty, the third of Dundee United's goals at Pataudry. Lovely given goal. And terrific finish from someone who had two terrific finishes in that match Wonderful day for Mickey Mellon Stephen Glass <sighs> Alex Ray, are you going cup or are you, have yeah, you delved I've, a bit I've deeper into the lower leagues? Yeah, I'm looking for uh, Craig Whiten Okay A lovely little threaded ball in behind Gordon He takes it very similar to McNulty's And he just wraps it right through the goalkeeper's legs And that was a brilliant game at the weekend 4-3-1 Howler of the weekend It's it's usually the referees that get it in the Mm. neck But sometimes there's a a howler from a goalie Or a sitter in front of goal or, Or a collective effort Who is your howler of the weekend? Well, I have read the transcript Of what I shall call the conversation (laughs) Between... Inverness Cali Thistle's uh, stand-in boss Neil McCann And uh, the Hearts manager Robbie Nielsen Neil got a red card When you read the transcript You won't be surprised Give us a flavour of it Would I, would I need the, the bleep button? My grandchildren might be listening Are there threats of physical violence in there? Several Right, okay, fair enough <laughs> We'll leave it there It's only five past six Alex Ray, howler of the weekend I'm going for Rangers as a collective For uh, Xander Clark's assist uh, to Kane Hold, you know, on, hold uh, on a minute six yards hold, hold, on, hold on a minute 
the guy is hanging on the phone. We're about to speak to him. And you've just you've just robbed them of the goal before we've even got into it. Six minutes past six, he's about to hang up. He's the biggest guy in in the pitch, and he's standing in a six-yard box, wearing a nice big green luminous outfit as well, just in case you can't see him. It's criminal, criminal. Anyway, right, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to get involved on the phone tonight, that was a huge result at Ibrox Rangers fans. What do you make of it? How much of a missed opportunity do you see it? How does that make you feel about the season overall? Naturally, the league was the priority But having passed up two opportunities in the Cup Let us know what is on your mind And everyone else out there Let's hear from you as well 01419511025 I think it is only fitting we start with the man of the moment Though we do have Xander Clark on the line Xander, how's it going? Gordon, how are you? Not too bad at all. Not as good as you, I would, I would imagine. I mean, Alex Ray is already. I mean, he's burst your bubble before we've even spoken. <laughs> you still, you still trying to claim it? That's what we want to know. Ah, of course, I'm claiming it. Of course, I'm claiming it. Chris Kane, give you it, surely? <laughs> Can you do that? Nah. nah, listen, it was, it was a great assist. Though. I'll take the credit for that. Right, fair enough, fair enough. I, I, I mean, I never would have backed down here. You've got to keep trying. If there was a, if if the dubious goals panel had any heart about them, they, they'd give it to the goalie, wouldn't they? Xander, I read one report this morning where the journalist in question said, "Look, it is Xander Clark's goal because it was going in anyway." And Chris Kane just stuck <laughs> it in. Do you uh, do you go along with that verdict, Xander? Ah, that would have been my my verdict. If if it hit Barisic and I'd have gone, it was on target on so. There we go. I'll take it. There we go. Well, he's, he's doubling down. How does it? Right. How does it work then? It, it, did, when I've seen these in the past, uh, do you ask the manager, "Can I go up?" Did you just take it upon yourself? Uh, in league games, there's been a few this season that I've, I've sort of gave that look out of the bench, and I've had that death stare. Of, Don't you dare! Um, <laughs> last night, I didn't even bat an eyelid at the bench. I just went for it. Um, it was it was one name. I knew it was I knew it was the last kick of the ball, and you know we had nothing to lose. Um, my initial intentions were to, to go and try drag somebody away for, for one of the, the centre halves, one of our, our big aerial threats, and it, it turns out that probably actually me that's the, the big threat in there. Well, yeah, Alex was saying that. I mean, you're fairly large. You were wearing a big bright green jersey. Were you surprised at how unmarked you were? I was, I. But it, listen, it's one of them. I've, I've been like in the goal when it happens. You, you're sort of. Everybody doesn't know what to do, you know. Boys have got set players that they're, they're marking, obviously, in set pieces. And, you know, it's one of them. Do you, do you leave your man and, and come and mark me? And if that man scores, then it's your fault again. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's one of them. It does cause so much havoc. Um, and listen, the amount of times that you see those big daft goalies getting up and, and getting nowhere near it um, was probably was probably in my mind. But listen, I just went and stood in the middle of the six yard box and. When the when the corner came in, and I seen it coming. Me, I, I just hadn't had like, make contact with us. Don't flush your lines. Like this is last chance to win here. Big um, and as I say, get something on it, and and then goes in. It's unreal. Xander, I was uh, I was at the game last night. I was so impressed with your setup. You know the the three. Five two effectively. I thought he's worked it to a treat. The organisation, you know how he's uh, deployed. You know when when the wing backs were there, they were bombing forward. You then switch into a natural back four, and then you've got the three guys in the middle of the park stopping balls going into the you know Hadji and the likes there. I thought I thought overall, he's he's executed it brilliantly. Yeah, um, we did. Um, it was as you say, it was just an all round great team performance to sort of nullify. Um, the chances that you know were 
getting Rangers into those positions where they are dangerous, as you say, with the likes of with Hadji and, and Morelos and stuff, we were trying to cut them out and, and you know try and try and work our, our game plan on on the game. And you know I thought thought we'd done that. Before the penalty shootout started, Alan McGregor had a wee word with you. Was he was he being complimentary to you? Oh, the two is we're just having a laugh. It was um, Alan Muir, the referee. You know, as referees do nowadays, they, they like to pull the goalkeepers aside and and tell us all these rules that we need to sort of abide by. You're not allowed to touch the bar. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. Um, and you know the two just looked at each other and said, "As if it's not hard enough to say the penalty, <laughs> they go and make it harder for us." Um, and and that was literally all it was. Um, and then you know, thankfully, I've managed to to save the two. Um, but in fairness, the the quality of penalties for our boys were were incredible. Um, it sort of took a wee bit of pressure off me after saving the first because the way they were they were striking them, you know, it was it was always going to be difficult for for McGregor to save one. Did you what level of Kind of foresight did you have? I know that nowadays maybe goalie coaches and, and yourselves will sit down and and take a look at the possibility and, and try and figure out who goes where. D- did any of that happen? Did you have a feeling James Tavernier's going down the middle, for instance, or, or is it all instinct at the time? No, no. We um, we always sort of do a do a homework on it. Um, you know, we we thought I think Tavernier had missed a few um, going to my right, so I just thought you know he's he's put a couple to my left and. You know, I just go, um, and I think I don't know if I go early or not. And he tries to go up the middle, but do I do enough to get a, a hand on it? And then, as I said, Barisic, I think because every penalty he's took, he's went high and high and powerful to, to my left, which I sort of we thought would happen. But obviously, as I say, it doesn't matter how much homework you do. He steps up and, and puts it to my right, um, so it doesn't really matter. But we did have sort of inklings, obviously, go the right way for the the fours one. Mm-hmm. Don't know how close I'm. I've not seen it back yet. Um, pretty close. It's a good penalty. We'll give him the benefit yeah, of the doubt. That's what I was going to say. Like, I felt I was full stretch, and you know he, he struck it well. And it's stuff like that that you know you can do the homework. But if they if they strike the ball sweetly enough, then your chances are slim. Yeah. When you're on the back page of every newspaper this morning, you have to accept what goes with countrywide celebrities, and. <laughs> And a woman stopped me in the supermarket this morning and said she used to work with your mother and you're not even the best goalkeeper in the family she <laughs> says your your brother Ross is a better goalkeeper than you she said that must have been his wife that you bumped into <laughs> <laughs> she was 70 big and it probably was how impressed how impressed have you been with Callum Davison from the outside looking in he's obviously come in as a manager up there won the league cup obviously knocked Rangers out yesterday must be great to work with yeah, you know, he's he's building something special at the club, you know, where everybody's bought into it, you know, players and you as I said, you look at sort of the league table, October and November time, you know, folk would have been, you know, sort of looking from the outside, probably looking and going, that's that's a ropey start. But he had belief in us, we had belief in him that if we stuck to, to what he was wanting to implement and on the other side of the game that, that things would come good and, and they have, you know, he's just a, a passionate about everything that he does. Know, whether it be, I don't know, anything, head tennis, anything's done with an intensity, and you know, it's just it's great to be part of it. 
The good thing is See that story that Hugh tells The reason I, can, I know that that is Bang on 100% true Xander Is because the bit, the version he told me Before we come on air He says The woman in the supermarket Always has to help him Because he can't work the self-scanner <laughs> Now that, that is guaranteed Right if you know this guy That, that is completely true um, So what I did notice though On the subject of your brother I'm sure you've been getting Lots of questions about this he, he was, He's on Twitter Trying to disown you Last night because of where his uh, his club allegiances lie Has he has he spoken to you yet? I spoke to him, don't you worry about that <laughs> nah, he, Listen, he was, he was the first one to text me and phone me You know, he's, he loves obviously supporting his club But, you know, he, he likes to see me doing well too Which is, you know, it's a close for anybody When your family's, family's involved, you always want to see them do well um, There has been a couple of times though that he's, he's probably... Gave me a few a few curse words. Um, I'll no I'll no repeat on the on the radio. But listen, he's um, he's some boy. He's mad. He's that's a broken. You know, he's one of them. I did. I seen the tweet and it, it brought a wee smile to my face. Um, just to the laugh about it. And you know, as I say, he's been he's been brilliant. You were going to let this guy go because. Monday 26th of April It's the day yeah. everybody's had in their calendar The pubs are opening up The restaurants are opening up And I, I, I think I can safely say that He's itching to get elsewhere He's Listen. got somewhere else he wants to be So Clyde. I think we'll we'll thank him for his time And let him go Clyde Bankborn I know what he's up to Listen, I think, I think you'll be out Rain or, or not Thank you very much Xander All the best Well, 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 well done, done Well done mate Thanks, that was Xander Clark St Johnston goalkeeper <laughs> Quite a night he had wasn't it Sensational yeah. uh, You know He is a good goalkeeper um, Man mountain But as Alex said And it takes nothing away Because Xander took the initiative Didn't look To the, the bench as he said But Rangers defending Dear mate I, Sorry just quickly Gordon As a young boy I know Xander for uh, his time at Rangers As a kid uh, Under 14s with Bobby Russell mm. And it's great to see him Can achieve what he's doing Right Rangers fans What's the verdict 01419511025 Andy will kick us off Take it away Andy Hi, yeah. How you going? Um, good to hear from Andy. I know he's a Rangers man as well. But, but it's took Gerard uh, and the Rangers team two seasons to get to where they are. We've stopped ten in a row or nine and a half in a row, whatever you want to put it. But I think we've been totally unprofessional in the cups. I really, I really do. Um, to get put out this season when Celtic's been so poor by St. Martin, St. Johnston, especially at home, um, has been. It's nothing less than shocking. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely raging. If we'd been more professional in the Cups and, and, and focused on the Cups as well as we focused on the league, we'd be doing a treble this year. Um, and I just think uh, Gerard's got a bit to answer for in this. Um, and, the, and the players as well. I mean, last night, I mean, we scored for 117 minutes on the clock and we can't hold out for three minutes. Um, and they're also with the St. Merlin as well. We scored late on as well and we can't hold out for that as well. Um, we get to the League Cup as well Just totally Totally unprofessional We won the league Great 55 seat Brilliant But Come on A couple of a couple, even, even a double This year would have been better Than Just the, the league I, mean, I, I think somebody said On Saturday's show To, to win the league is, is great That's the biggest achievement That's the hardest achievement Right But To continue to get going You know And, and that includes winning Another a, a cup, you know. I mean, the Scottish Cup's a big one. League Cup, I wanted one as well, but the Scottish Cup's a big one, you know. And that's the end of season finale. You, you got there and you're, you're, you're lifting the cup, whether it was in front of a crowd or no in a crowd this year. But unprofessional, totally, totally unprofessional. Um, and you can't hide for it. I mean, if Jerry can makes any excuses at all, then I think 
Honestly, I, I, I flabbergasted from. I just like to see what the panel think of that. To be fair, I don't think he did try and make any excuses. Yeah, he, we'll hear from him very soon. He, he did that old one about don't blame the players, blame me. But it, he wasn't standing in the the six yard box when the corner kick came over and Xander Clark got there first. Uh, but you, you're right. I can't dispute what you say, Andy. You know the the the. The cup ties lost at Paisley and at Ibrox this season Have been for me as the result of complacency I thought you could tell when Tavernier and Kamar Roof Were coming up to take their penalties They were lackadaisical uh, And they've paid the price for that uh, poor attitude So yeah you're right And He won the league title That every Rangers fan was praying he would win and every Celtic fan was praying he wouldn't win. But in cup football, very poor. What is it about cups, Alex? Because yeah. you're, you're allowed off days in a season. But but it's, is it strange that no no off days in the league, you, you would, you'd swap the unbeaten run in a second, wouldn't you, for these knockout Without competitions? You clearly are the dominant team in, in the league, which tells the story. The league table doesn't lie, as they say. So why, why are Rangers having difficulty getting over the line in, in cup competitions? Well, it's a different mentality, Gordon, because you have to win that one-off game. Uh, you, the the caller's right, Andy, when he says against St Mirren. When it, when Similarities. Steve, well, Steve Davis scores so late on and you think, oh, right, there you go, that's a lifeline. They didn't play well on the night, there was a few changes. And you think going into yesterday's game, there's going to be a more of an urgency, more of a purpose about the way Rangers go about their business, Gordon. And I have to say, before I've already said to Xander, I thought they set up brilliantly yesterday. I thought they were so well organised. Mm. But I was expecting more for Rangers And The chances that they did pass up you're, as, as they're passing it up You think to yourself Oh I've seen this movie before But when they get the goal And Andy's right We talk about game management He talks about unprofessional I, I prefer to call it a Game a Management For me It's about seeing it out Having That ability to do that Gordon Because There's a real source of frustration With Rangers fans This season Yeah the warning sign Three nights ago Or whatever it was uh, Against course, the, the prime, same opposition a, a prime example Gordon Where you Have a player shooting For the halfway line Now we see them do it in Europe And, you, and we laud them And it's great But if he, if he manages The game out uh, The other night 1-0 up You go into that uh, Another three points In the bag It doesn't quite materialise Wholesale changes yesterday All the big cutters Are back in the mix And they get mm. the goal With three minutes to go And they can't see it out that, And for me That'll be a source For the Rangers management team as well The players will be sitting there Thinking you know, they blew it again. But it was two set plays. And at that that time, Gordon, for a goalkeeper to walk into your box and nobody mm. take the initiative because there is spare men. Kmar Roof is in that six-yard box replacing Morelos. He should be in that mm. area and he gets dragged to the front post. Thank you very much to Andy. What did you think though? 01419511025. We'll hear from you and Stephen Gerrard next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are here. Pick up the phone and let us know what you made of the weekend's football. Let's go straight back on the lines and bring in Billy, who's a Rangers fan in Milton. Billy, how are you feeling after last night? Um, fine and dandy. I mean, in all honesty, Rangers have set out to... This year, the only thing we were interested in was stopping 10 in a row, first and foremost. Now, for that last guy to turn around and say that we've been unprofessional, I mean, twice this season, it seems to forget, I mean, where Stevie G's 10 is in the last two and a half years. 
I've had some fantastic nights out in Portugal a couple of times, know what I mean, in Holland and everything else, know what I mean. What he's done in two and a half years, nothing short of remarkable. And I can't wait for the next two and a half, three, four years. But, but surely you can do both at the one time, Billy. You can acknowledge how great it was to win the title and how well Rangers have done in Europe and still be disappointed. I, I thought, I mean, you can correct me because I've never had the, the privilege of, of being able to win lots of trophies as, as a football fan, but the, I thought you wanted to win everything. How can you be fine and dandy after crashing out the Scottish Cup when your biggest rivals weren't even in it and making the, the path to win it supposedly easier? Because, as I said, I mean, at, at the start of the season, the be all and end all. Stop Celtic one and ten in a row. No, no, but once, you, once you've done that, Billy, and you've got a home cup tie against it, you're trying to tell me that you're not even disappointed at all at going out the cup. I'm, of course, I'm disappointed. Well, you said you were fine and dandy. To turn, turn around and say that there's a lack of professionalism. Nah, mm. doubt it. No, I mean, well, that's over fair. two that... lapses this season. <clears throat> yeah, but in the strictest sense of the word, Billy. I uh, think that's fair. Like you don't have to agree with the word unprofessional, but you know Billy's saying that just because they won the league, that means that nothing else is important. Rangers lost uh, to St Mirren and to St Johnston for football reasons. You know, so anybody would say didn't handle that professionally enough, and they didn't. Not not in Paisley, not at Ibrooks. Now I do take Billy's point that there will be people who will go from now until the end of time thanking Stephen Gerrard. For stopping 10 in a row As Celtic supporters uh, Will go from now until the end of time Thanking Wim Janssen For stopping Rangers Getting 10 in a row That's the way the city works uh, But in the strictest sense of the word Rangers were unprofessional I, I don't want to get hung up on that word right? Because that, that's, that was Andy's word And then Billy disagrees with I don't want the full show to become about Whether that word or not is, is relevant But Alex, surely both things you're, you're allowed to feel both at one Absolutely, time You yeah. can acknowledge how good Stephen Gerrard's been You can acknowledge yeah. how great it was to win the title And, and still want more, And want more from the Cups And realise yeah. that the Cup competition should have been better Over the last couple of seasons Without doubt And I think this season, more so Gordon Because of, as you mentioned Celtic have been out of both competitions That is a a, a shoey end As they used to say And for me, it's a real source of frustration Now it's okay to say I'm delirious about winning 55 Stopping Celtic That's one aspect But when you're going into these competitions And with the greatest respect to St Mirren and St Johnson The way Rangers have played this year They've got into both games We've both predicted That we fancied Rangers to win at Hugh And they didn't do it And that's partly because of the game management At key times Two late goals has cost them and then obviously when it goes into a penalty shootout It's a pure lottery uh, Well hang on the line Billy Here's what your manager thinks He says the Rangers fans deserve better Than just one trophy out of a possible nine He says they've been let down again by game management Yeah listen we won't shy away from the importance of the game um, It became a priority as soon as the league was done And we, we were out of Europe So we'll take responsibility for that The reality is we need to be better in cup competitions You know we're getting to this stage too many times And getting stung For example St Mirren in the League Cup um, in the final moments of games four days ago, we haven't managed the game well enough as a team, and we were paid for that. Two points were taken away, so that's a challenge for me to to improve in cup competitions and get a group that's capable of being better and um, giving our fans uh, what they deserve, which is more trophies, not just one out of um, nine. Nine, that's not good enough here. So, so Billy, that's I suppose this is what we're trying to get at. The manager says one trophy out of nine. Is not good enough Because that's the standards He wants to set He wants to keep winning more Whereas 
Or do you want the man? Do you disagree with that? Do you want the manager to come out and say, "Oh well, it was all about the league anyway"? No, of course he's good to come out and say that he's disappointed. No, I mean one trophy out of nine. But we're forgetting where we've came from in the last two and a half years. He's ten as they, not even also runs. I mean, he's ten as for there to probably. I mean. He's put us back on the European stage again. Yeah, but you would you would imagine Stephen Gerrard knows fine well where he's he's taking the club, but he's still saying that one out of nine isn't good enough. Well, he's got it, hasn't he? I mean, he can't just turn around and say yes. Stop that ten in a row, anyway. Well, I'd imagine there's a middle ground. I don't expect him to say that either, Hugh. I think the fans. Sorry, Hugh. I think the fans want more than one trophy, and uh, yeah, so, you know, and, and so now Stephen Gerrard's secured that title. He has to do that he's, he's got to question the players He's got to demand it of the players Do you know why? Because the fan base demand it And that's exactly well, that's what he's not, actually that, saying that's, I think Billy's not being that demanding Because he's yeah, saying it's all about Billy. If I'm telling you have been around about the club for a long time And played for the club They're actually demands That are set upon by the fans Stephen Gerrard came in at the very beginning And I said at the time He will raise standards Now Celtic, one title's not enough Celtic have taken a real pounding this season And justifiably so It has been An unqualified Disaster of a season But Their quadruple treble Shows you What a real run is like Because it's not easy To win trophies And that we can be dismissive Of Ah it's only this And only that And only the next thing Celtic won 12 trophies In a row So That's the kind of Benchmark That Rangers are looking at Final word to you Billy uh, I can't disagree with anything that you've said, but Alex, you yeah. take your face out your cuff. By the way, you're laughing down your sleeve. You know what we wanted this year, know what I mean, and we got it. Listen, uh, listen. roll on the next couple of years. <laughs> listen, I'm delighted that Rangers have actually won the title, Billy. But what I'm also disappointed that they've actually passed up two opportunities to get some more silverware. And as a Rangers fan, I think everybody will be expecting that. Uh, let's bring in Ian, who's a Rangers fan from Perth. I don't know if there's any split loyalties there at all. Ian, how are you? Hi, good evening, yeah, I'm good, thanks, yourself? Not bad at all, what was your verdict last night? Uh, do you know what, I think 50 odd games in the season um, I think they suffered a bit of mental fatigue You know, they've, they've been through a lot emotionally The whole Cadell incident with Kamara um, I think even towards the end of the match I think Goldson just getting involved with Kane Kind of nothing, really Um it's maybe more to Alex. What, what what do you think, Alex? You know, playing fifty plus games in a season. You know, game management sometimes one hundred and twenty minutes. Big cup game at the end of the season against a really well organised St Johnston side who knew what they were setting out to do. Done it fantastically well. Um, there's a lot about split allegiance. You know, I'd say Saints are my second. If I don't, you know, if Rangers aren't doing what I want Saints to do well as well. But yeah, I just I just feel mentally. I think you could see that. I think the season's taken a lot out of them. Um, I wanted to know what you, you thought about that Whether well, fatigue you know, yeah. mentally is an issue I said, to, I said to the guys at the last break That fatigue very much plays a part As you get on uh, to latter stages of, uh, of the competition But you can't use that Because they rested seven players on Wednesday night There was no fatigue against St Mirren Because it was earlier on in the season So Stephen Gerrard has to address this game management At key times in cup competitions The players have to be mentally more attuned to what's required Otherwise, mm. you get exactly what you've been getting for the for the previous couple of seasons, and they have to address this, Gordon, because the longer it goes on without a cup, mm. I, I think most Rangers fans would take the league time after time. Very easy to be clever after the event. I acknowledge that, but I just asked the question anyway. 
Can seven changes be counterproductive? Where you think you're freshening up, but, but actually it maybe takes a little bit away. You know, sometimes if earlier on in the season when Rangers were going kind of midweek weekend, they had real momentum and you, they were just rolling on and, and winning game after game. Yeah. Like I say, I, I appreciate I've got the benefit of hindsight. Yeah. But uh, Gordon, as I said, uh, throughout the course of this season, there has been real ro- rotation with Rangers. Uh, one game to the next was five changes per game for a long period of time. Stephen Gerrard thought that was the decision to make and uh, on the balance of play I thought Rangers had the lion's share of the territory the chances and things and they just couldn't score key moments Rangers as the champions must now be judged in a harsher light you know the, 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 you, set, you set your own standard don't you yeah yeah. I mean the, the journey that the, the supporters speak about uh, you know the, that journey reached a very significant landmark when they won the title now you don't really get away with uh, they're emotionally uh, perturbed by what happened uh, Even the match involving Glenn Kamara That had absolutely nothing to do with what happened last night Ian, I've seen a bit There's a, a wide range here We've only had two callers on so far I think the first one is Yeah, winning the league was great It was a priority But I'm I'm raging essentially That we went out of the cup And then the second fan was Fine and dandy Not that bothered Because it was all about the league anyway And the rest is a bonus Where where would you put yourself on that scale? Uh, the first, the League Cup Yeah, you know complete. I would agree with the unprofessional You know, remarks that were, that were kind of made there I don't think they, they had their eye on the ball League guaranteed Well, yeah, obviously we wanted to win the League that, 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 that was a given, you know That that was the main priority Beginning of the season, if you say You know, you win the League But you'll, you'll kind of miss out in the two Cups You know, every Rangers fan would have said Yeah, yeah. to stop 10 in a row that, that was the only real you know issue but because of their own success you're right I think they have set a benchmark based on their own performances um, the way they've they played in Europe you know if they didn't have the European run I heard you talking about the trebles 12 titles or 12 trophies for Celtic but you know they, they didn't go anywhere in Europe so you know they had to focus on, on domestic situations so um, I think the European success the last couple of years has probably hindered progress for Rangers you know domestically but again they were definitely taking 10 in a row the, Last night again, again maybe maybe it's because you know Saints are there at the back of my heart as well. But yeah, I, I, I just it just didn't look they just didn't look at it. Alex is saying I think Goldson, let's say fifty games a season. He, he just I don't know. I, I would have thought Goldson they maybe just were off the ball. Like I say, they didn't expect the keeper to come up to come up, and you know they just let it slide. But I think next season, like there'll be real questions asked. If there's no Cups next season, real questions will be asked over the situation. And I think they need, they need to watch because Gerard's not going to keep taking this failure, you know, year in, year out. You know, I don't think he'll be satisfied with another league and I think he probably will question his future next year if it's just the league well, as opposed to Cups as well. It was good to hear from you, Ian. Let's hear on that topic from the manager. He says they take collective responsibility for Xander Clark being free in the box. He says the players should have had more common <laughs> sense but admits that the staff are the ones that give out the instructions. Well, look, it's a difficult one to plan for because, you know, it's one of them situations, you know, when you ever face that, it's very rare and it's quite unique but when it does happen and someone's six foot eight... Common sense normally means that one of the big guys goes and challenges with, with, with Xander um, and that filters down and one of the little guys is maybe the free man rather than someone who's six foot eight. That's the common sense thing. The players haven't smelt that and dealt with that. Um, but that's on us as a staff as well because we, we give instructions. Um, we can maybe be better in that situation and collectively we'll take responsibility for it. But we've we've made to pay for one unique situation tonight. Um, 
which is a six foot eight goalkeeper coming up and getting a free header in your box, that's not good enough. He'll be delighted he's been elevated to six foot eight. Yeah. I'm not sure he's quite that tall, but he's tall. He's very large. Um, and Alex, what, what do you make of that? Because do you do you recognise what Stephen Gerrard's yeah. saying? Although it's easy for us to laugh and kind of say this big massive guy in a luminous green yeah. outfit, how can you not see him? You're also so wrapped up in your your plan, and that's your man. Where's he came from? You know, yeah. you don't expect it. Is that valid, or, or do you just need to be able to think on the spot a bit better? Well, I think uh, when you're in that goal mouth area, there's a lot of bodies there. You need somebody to take leadership, Gordon, because Kmart Roof, as I said earlier on, was on the six yard box. He's the free man. Everyone else is delegated to pick up someone. So you, you listen to uh, Xander saying, if Connor Golson leaves his man, I think which was Rooney, to go and mark. Uh, you know Xander And the ball goes to Rooney People go What are you then doing mm-hmm. that So what I'm saying is It should have been up to someone To delegate the spare man Which was Kmart Roof And because of the movement Across the face He reacts to the movement Gordon Which actually frees up Xander Clark And it was just a culmination of Not taking responsibility What do you make of it though 01419511025 It is the ideal time To get your calls in Because we need to get travel With Stephen And that means you could be up next This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are in the building Plenty of more time to get your reaction in To Rangers v St Johnson last night Because we're here until 8 o'clock But we still have to settle the lineup For the semi-finals of the Scottish Cup And we have a massive piece of team news From Kilmarnock against St Mirren Andrew McLean can tell us all about it yeah, as you say, absolutely huge because Kilmarnock's resurgence has really been led by Kyle Lafferty, hasn't it? They've been in great form. He's had 10 goals in his last six games for the club. However, he arrived at Rugby Park tonight in a medical boot. He is out of tonight's game and it is a huge blow for Tommy Wright's side because he has been fantastic. He's, he's led them to, to near safety in the Premiership. They're closing in on that now and they were looking a real good outfit in this cup as well but Kyle Lafferty is out for this one we're we're yet to see how severe that injury is going to be we'll find out from Tommy Wright a bit later on but George Oakley has huge boots to fill coming in for him as I say they've still got a bit of work to do in the league to make sure they're definitely safe but Tommy Wright hasn't let that distract from the cup he's been playing a strong lineup in the last two rounds against Stenhouse Muir and Montrose and of course he's gone for similar again tonight as for St Mirren well they were left disappointed not reaching their top six goal they set at the start of the season but they can be happy with what they've done this season semi-final of the League Cup just a near miss when it came to the top six but a decent season would turn into a huge season if they could get into another semi-final a potential final and even a cup win if they get through that with the competition wide open after the weekend results as for team news of course Kyle Lafferty dropping out George Oakley coming in for him for Kilmarnock so it'll be Colin Doyle in goal for them Ross Millen, Kirk Broadfoot, Zeno Rossi and Brandon Hornstrup across the back. Alan Power and Yusuf Malumbu in midfield with Chris Burke, Greg Kilty and Mitch Pinnock in behind George Oakley. The bench is Danny Rogers, Adam McGowan, Callum Waters, Clever Dickamona, Gary Dicker, Aaron Tishpola, Rory McKenzie, Nicky Kabamba and Danny Whitehall. As for St Mirren, well it's going to be Jack Anik in goal for them. It will be a back three of Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy and Connor McCarthy. The midfield five, Richard Tate, Jay Henderson, Jake Doyle Hayes, Jamie McGrath and Ilkay Dermas with Lee Irwin and Christian Dennis up top. The substitute, the substitute sorry, Linus, Mason, Finlayson, Reed, McAllister, McPherson, Erahon and Quainer. And the referee tonight at Rugby Park is Don Robertson Hugh it's tough to imagine a single piece of team news out of the entire quarter final card that could potentially have as big an impact as that one yeah it changes the whole dynamic um, Kilmarnock's momentum has been based purely and simply on the arrival of Kyle Lafferty the team before Kyle got there 
was in a dreadful state and it's not just tonight's cup quarter final yep. you've got the weekend to take care of I, 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 there are only two points between Kilmarnock and Ross County Ross County I know have a very very hard one against Dundee United at Tannadice uh, after Dundee United's result and performance yesterday who would want to be playing them next but this is massive and uh, you know it must be Great news for Jim Goodwin and the St Mirren players. Yeah, Alex, everyone all night on a on a different uh, strand keeps telling us that the league is the priority and the cups are a bonus. The same applies then if you're at the bottom. Yes, Kilmarnock fans will be disappointed to be without Kyle Lafferty tonight, but it's it's, bigger picture. it's the, the relegation battle as well. Yeah, absolutely. That was the reason why he was brought in, Gordon, to try and get goals to get them away from that relegation dogfight. And uh, it is a blow uh, because his current form... I'd have to say he's probably one of the top strikers in the country since he came into Kilmarnock in, in terms of goals and his overall performance. I mean, it's unfair because they're not a one-man team. No, no team ever is. Mm. But I wonder, is that a big enough injury blow where you, for instance, what what was your prediction for that one, and has it altered on the back of that news? Uh, yeah, because everything uh, going through my mind revolved around Kyle Lafferty. You know, because it, they call him talismanic. Uh, is an underestimate um, So it has to be a massive blow for Kilmarnock And it has to be a massive psychological lift for St Mirren Who, let's be honest Are a good team in their own right uh, So for me It makes me less inclined To go for Kilmarnock And more inclined to go for St Mirren yeah, as I said, I think he's got about nine goals in his last nine games, going something along them yeah, lines. Ten, I think, Andrew ten, said, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's so impressive. Uh, you know, he's come into the club, and I d- it's not just the goals, it's actually, it's actually his overall game it's going. A focal he, point, isn't it? Uh, that, he runs the channels, he causes problems, he wins mm-hmm. penalties. So, George Oatley's got a, a big big boots to fill Yeah, tonight. big game tonight, Kilmarnock St Mirren, 7.45 down there at Rugby Park. And of course, the draw for the semi-finals will take place after that one. Let's bring in David who is a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld. What was your verdict on last night, David? Disappointing. Very disappointing. I think it's one of the worst games that we've, we've ever played. Uh, up front, we seem to be lacking that, that special something it takes for the free strikers to get a goal. Uh, Morelos seems to have lost a wee bit, bit of that greed you need as a striker to go and get the goal. He, he passes it too often for me. And he should maybe try and dig himself. If, if I'm being really honest, I'm really worried about the striking situation next season. It ends not going to cut it for me. He's, he's no right for Rangers, I don't think. Um, Ruth, I think he lacks that final something. Uh, Defoe, he's not going to play uh, half the games next season. I'd be surprised if he's not in a coaching role. And we'll most likely lose Morelos next year to, to some sort of uh, bid from Europe. So it just it worries me that um, we're struggling to score goals up front. Alex? Yeah, listen, I think Morelos has scored five in his last ten, Gordon. So, you know, it's not bad, but you have to say he passed up a couple of golden opportunities yesterday. The, I mean, the, Rangers had chances, didn't they? But, but, that, but uh, that, that's why Xander Clark's performance was, was so talked about. Rangers yeah, did have chances. Yeah, without doubt. And I think the, the, the key instigator, if you like, the one who missed the most was Morelos. The, the volley... You're looking for him to get at least get that back on target, go over the top of it from the flick on from Holanda. And you have to say the header from the cross from Tavernier, you know, the goal's begging and, and he hits the, the woodwork. So they are key moments. Uh, and listen, I think if Morelos is still there next year, 
I think most Rangers fans will be happy because I think over the course of his time at Rangers, he has scored yeah. goals for fun. I mean, he's 16 goals this year, you know. Ali, let me ask you that weekend when uh, Rangers beat St Mirren and Celtic drew with Dundee United the day after, and all of the celebrations that followed thereafter. Um, and we saw all the photographs of Steven Gerrard and the players up at the training complex. Have they just taken their foot off the ball and their eye off the ball at the same time since then? Well, there's been a culmination because obviously the the focus went to Europe. You get knocked out of that and the circumstances you do with that, Hugh. So then the focus then moves on to the Scottish Cup. And and I, th- I think there's a real disappointment, Hugh. And to answer, answer your question, I think the players will feel as if they've come off the pace because when you look at the actual performances prior to winning the league, you know, some of them were really impressive. Some they were digging out results. You ain't going to go through a full season playing sparkling football, Gordon. There's got to be times where you can, uh, there'll be dips in form. The key thing is to continue winning football matches. How do you go from winning the league at a canter, David, to being worried about your strikers for next season? It's just... Uh, I, I, I think they lack that player To come off the, the bench And you know they're going to get your goal it's, If it's no Morelos up front That's going to score a goal I, I know Rangers fans are going to get on at me here But I, I really have a big doubts Over it and Roof Being able to score a goal There's just not that belief there In those two strikers for me to get the ball in the back of the net What have you made out of Kamal Roof Alex? Because I'm pretty sure a few months back We would not get any calls Saying there are doubts yeah. about Kamal Roof ha- Has he dropped off? Are we seeing enough from him recently? I think this, I think it's a fair assessment Gordon I think one of the problems you have with Kamal Roof Is he's uh, incurred a few injuries He has a calf problem And I think when you look to the initial Maybe, I don't know, 15-20 games He was scoring on a regular basis He was getting decent numbers but I think if you look over the last 10 or 12 games He's only managed to get two And I think the, the, the issue with Kemar Roof at the moment is It doesn't look as if he's up to speed Because of the lack mm. of game time Because of the injuries So He's been you, back for a bit now though, is he not? But I think he's, been, he's been playing bits and bobs, Gordon He's been on, he's been off mm. uh, And unfortunately it's a bit stop-start I think if you can get a fit Kemar Roof For what I've seen in the early parts of the season I think he could be a real effective player in Scotland yeah. I've never quite bought into this Hugh Sometimes you get people going No, no I think it's a, it's a good thing That we lost last night Because it means that and that, no, that's, no. that's never the case it's, no. never, it's never good to lose games However Will this Just in case And I'm not saying this has happened Just in case Any Rangers Staff Player Fans Were getting a bit carried away And I'm not sure that they were But just in case they were And thought Well this is us We're the real deal We've made it We're here Mm. for domestic dominance And it ain't going to change Is that a reminder last night That there's still work to be done As good as the league was You want to go to the next level There's more work to be done I think Stephen Gerrard Will be very happy He has to play Celtic on Sunday Because that will focus minds Because when I asked Alec The question about What's happened since that weekend When Rangers won the league um, the only performance that the fans would be pleased with would be the one against Celtic because they won the match. And the fans will be demanding that they win the match and whitewash Celtic for the season. But you're right, the penny must surely drop now. You can't go through three seasons of cup football and have six defeats to look back on. Um, so they will understand that the demands are greater now. But in the short term, They'll be happy to play Celtic on Sunday Because they'll want that to Exorcise the ghosts Do you think that was important that Stephen Gerrard Said after the game Alex One trophy in nine 
is not good enough because the, one of the previous callers says, "Oh, what was he meant to say?" But he could have. He could have said. The league was our priority We did brilliant to get over there The Cups would have been a bonus And we couldn't quite get over the yeah. line We try it again next season He could have, he could easily have gone down that route But if, if you want to drive yourself on If you want to genuinely be back The, back the, to the, the, the be. dominant side yep. And let's be honest Replicate what your rivals have done You're, you're always going to be wanting more Yeah And, and I, I keep going back to what I said When he first walked through the door He will push the boundaries Gordon He will look for more and more And by actually winning this one title this year, passing up two glorious opportunities to kick on and try and get more silverware. As I said earlier on, there'd be a frustration. I like the fact that he's actually come out publicly because what he's saying to his players, one's not enough, we need more. And that sets up the tone for next year, Gordon. And that's exactly the aim for Steven Gerrard, his backroom team, and more importantly, the players. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. You think it's getting to the business end of the season in the Scottish Cup? Well, it's getting to the business end of the season and beat the pundit. This lot are nervous trying to avoid relegation. This is no closed shop like oh. the European Super League. I don't know if I've told you, whoever finishes bottom of the beat the pundit, gone, gone for next season, not invited back. You don't have a scanner here, do you? 01419511025 if you want to play tonight. The lines close at seven, so be quick and come on here. Take on Alex Ray or Hugh Keevans at Beat the Pundit next. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here What a weekend of Scottish Cup action A couple of penalty shootouts A convincing win for Dundee United as well We've still got one more game to come tonight Remember, Kilmarnock up against St Mirren In 42 minutes time If you want to be specific Remember, no Kyle Lafferty for Kilmarnock tonight We're here until 8 o'clock So keep the calls coming in Lots of reaction I'm sure still to come From Rangers defeat against St Johnston We'll hear many more of your opinions on that We'll build up to the other game We'll maybe look back on a couple of the other fixtures From the weekend as well So it's all happening Don't go anywhere We'll do this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Okay, a new week on Beat the Pundit Let's see what we've got in store Reese is on from Cumbernauld How's it going, Reese? Alright Now the story goes, Hugh That Reese apparently told you on Twitter last night That he was going to try and get on Beat the Pundit And would beat you, would put you in your place And he's got through in the phone So here we are well, he's probably every chance. I, I, <laughs> he, he didn't sleep well at all last night, knowing that he was going to phone in tonight. I mean, see if I had a pound for every person who sent me a message last night and said, "Will you remind Hugh Keevans that he said Rangers would go on and win the League and Cup double?" I'd have at That's least right. six pounds. There would be, I would guess, every member of the Super Scoreboard team who thought that Rangers would beat St. Ah, no, last don't, night. don't you, don't you try no, and regulate it? But, but no, it none of them, it, none of them predicted a League and Cup double weeks ago. Come know, on. But, it, but it makes it more special for people When I <laughs> fall on my derriere yeah, Something like that Right, we're going to toss the coin I take it, would you prefer Hugh Reese? Is he, is he there for the taking? Yep, definitely Definitely, right, let's see Heads, it's Hugh Tails, it's Alex Ray Reese is very enthusiastic about the full thing It's Tails, it's Alex Ray I'm sorry, Reese. Mm. I have to deny you the chance of Taking on Hugh So Alex, get a good record this year I'll give you some Clyde too yeah? Look of love that's great, okay, didn't ask But anyway, uh, Reese, you've got 30 seconds You're going up against Alex And the only thing you need to know I say it every night, but it's important Just pass quickly See if you don't know it, pass and we will move on, okay? 
No worries. Right, good man. 30 seconds. Your time starts now. Which Rangers manager signed Alfredo Morelos? Darian McKinnon has over 200 appearances For which Scottish top flight club Which team did Martin O'Neill manage Immediately before joining Celtic Pass Which SPFL team's ground is nicknamed The Rock What nationality What nationality is former Celtic player Adam Matthews Australian Who scored Motherwell's equaliser To make it 2-2 against Hibs on Saturday Tony Watt How many times has Scotland's men's team Got past the group stage at a major tournament Zero Okay let's bring back Alex Ray Alex can you hear us? Yes Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Which Rangers manager Signed Alfredo Morelos? Uh, Warburton Darren McKinnon Has over 200 appearances For which Scottish top flight club? Hamilton Which team did Martin O'Neill manage Immediately before joining Celtic? Leicester Which SPFL team's ground Is nicknamed The Rock? The Rock uh, The Barton what nationality is former Celtic player Adam Matthews? Adam Matthews Welsh Who scored Motherwell's equaliser to make it 2-2 against Hibs on Saturday? Uh, Tony Watt How many times has the Scotland men's team got past the group stage at a major tournament? Five Okay, okay. <laughs> that, that is optimistic and you know that uh, Reese, how do you think that went? Is that the Barton one? I know you knew it didn't you But I need to take your yeah. first answer Reese. It's a nightmare Honestly That's what the pressure does to you But oh, you, Reece, yeah. you got off to a Pedro, good start It was Pedro, it was Pedro yeah, Cachinha You should all be thanking him For his part he played oh, In the oh. league success Signed Alfredo Morelos yes. uh, 1-0 to Reese. Darian McKinnon is uh, 200 appearances for Hamilton You both got that So Reese is one in front Martin O'Neill Leicester City Alex equalises the Rock is Dumbarton And I do feel for Reese Because he knew it But he said our bro first And you know the rules Hugh Keevans You know the yeah. rules We've got to stick by them So Alex Ray goes one in front He then stretched his lead to two Because Adam Matthews is Welsh But there was a bit of fight left in Reese Because oh. he knew Tony Watt But so did Alex And then how many times Has the Scotland men's team Got past the group stage Of a major tournament? None, None. None. Not I five know. Certainly no, not five qualifications, but One, yeah. two, three A four for Reese. And a five for Alex Ray. Hey, it's been a it's been a weekend of dramatic ties, Reese. That was a good one, but I'm afraid you just fell short. Unlucky big That's chap. Cute. Good man. Right. Thanks, Reese. That was Reese uh, in Cumbernauld. That was good. I like that. A five four, high standard. But I'd, I'd have beat him six four. Oh, would you? Oh, would you? <laughs> You'd have got them all. A win's a win, shug. I keep telling you. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I think you might have actually. They were relatively Mediocre. generous tonight. I think. <laughs> They were relatively generous Right 01419511025 In the phones At Clyde SSB on Twitter Let's bring in Jerry Who's a Celtic fan And see what he's got for us How's it going Jerry? Hi Jerry Can you hear me okay? Um, I love this If that's alright mate Thanks for watching Oh Jerry's busy I hope we're not interrupting him Jerry are we interrupting you? Oh sorry mate I'm actually doing my shopping But I, I thought I was waiting to come in Don't forget the eggs Jerry <laughs> No 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 Alex it's alright Have you uh, got I'm everything? Going... No listen hold on I am not having this in my conscience Have you got everything on the list? No no I haven't done it all I was going to make a great joke About the, the Scottish Oscars last night The best comedy performance Being Rangers But I, I kind of lost track of that now So right. um, don't know where to go with No listen I, I really enjoyed the game last night I was a Celtic fan But there hasn't been much to cheer about um, It's just you know, I do think that Stephen Gerrard, right, and I know you're going to say, but the lackey fans, everything that's gone wrong for Celtic has gone wrong. Rangers have had so much luck this season, but last season at the still end of the lockdown, 
when it came in, he was on the verge of getting sacked. No one can deny that. He was on his way out. The lockdown came, and fair play to Rangers. They absolutely deserved to win the league. But once again last night, the pressure was on when they actually had to win a game. James Tavernier, Connor Goals, Morelos, all the rest of them, all the same ones, they balled it. And I think if Celtic get a decent manager in, someone who's focused, gets the right recruitment, I believe next year normal service will be resumed. I believe Celtic will win the league again if we get things right mm. at our end. Because I genuinely don't think this is a great Rangers team. Can you luck your way to, to a league, Jerry? I mean, I, I know you probably can in cups and things can go your way, but I mean, a league title over that amount of games, a 20-point gap, can, can you luck that? <laughs> well, Gordon, you know what? If uh, Rangers had like 10 or so penalties given against them, which they should have done this season, Alan McGregor might have had a bit more track. Is it the old conspiracy oh, one now, Jerry? Again, but is that is that not the point, Jerry? That you know that the fact of a league because it's the thirty eight games. You're right. I mean, that there will be moments, but it, it, it's a representation. It's like the ultimate representation of who's good and who's not in football is is a league table. Can you can you fluke a twenty point league win? No, 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 no. God, I, I, I hope I, I don't win the wrong point. Rangers did deserve to win the title. They've not been lucky in the league. Steven Gerrard has been lucky because last year. He was on the verge of getting sacked. You know, she was commenting last week about James Tavernier being a serial winner. That, that is better than the Lugo Mirage at Yusuf Inglis one. That's going to haunt him for a long time to come. It won't haunt me. Trust me, it won't haunt me uh, at all. Sure, believe me, we're going to remind you of it next season. I Listen, can assure you I, I appeared on Celtic TV to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Lugo uh, <laughs> joining Celtic. He dines out on these things. Nothing haunts me. Uh, behave yourself, Jerry. I'm a 71-year-old man. I'm haunted by the thought of not being 72. <laughs> right, what about Jerry's general point? I mean, Jerry says no one can deny that Gerard was in his way out. I, 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 I don't know. I well, don't know that. What, what you would have to say is, yeah, there was clearly a lot of criticism. My, remember the, remember the Aki's game. Yeah, yeah. Fans my, felt very differently, but I don't know. There were thirteen points between Celtic and Rangers in Celtic's favour. Celtic were due at Ibrooks on the Sunday. Had Celtic gone to Ibrooks, beaten Rangers, and gone sixteen points ahead of Rangers, I think there might have been. Question marks And serious question marks About whether Stephen Gerrard stayed And I'm talking about Stephen Gerrard In his own mind Thinking I'm not sure That I'm doing this job properly However The lockdown came And it was a sliding doors moment Because thereafter uh, Stephen Gerrard Got his second wind And went on and on and on um, I don't buy into The lack of crowds And I don't buy into Um the, the, the COVID problems that Celtic had None of that explains An utterly awful season And Jerry, there's one question I'd like to ask you You've made Assumptions about next season That will all be different because Celtic Will get this, that, the players in and all this But wouldn't you, wouldn't you Like to see Some idea Of who the manager's going to be After nine weeks without one Oh Hugh, if you listen back to what I said I said if Celtic get things right I believe we will win the title again But you're absolutely right You know, The board need to communicate with the fans They need to tell us what is going on I would like to see Dominic Mackay come out And actually you know, speak to the fans Tell them what the plans are Tell them you know, if, if it's going to be Eddie Howe for us That's not going to happen Let us know because we can't go on in limbo forever don't, don't you find it ridiculous That after all this time Since Ross County beat Celtic And Neil Lennon Left the club thereafter Don't you find it ridiculous That Celtic Appear Not to be in a position To name their new manager Nine weeks later 
Stuart, we don't know what's happening with regards to being behind the scenes, but I agree with you in a sense that they need to tell us what is going on. I am willing to give Donald McKay time. You know, Pia Lawwell is on his way out. Thank God for that. He's wasted enough of uh, Celtic's money over the years buying duds like Sved and Bio. But Dominic McKay deserves... There's some good ones in there as well, Jerry. I know, I know, no, you're right, Gordon, but, you know, for every Wanyama and Van Dyke, there's been a, a Mo Bangura and others. So, you know, I, I, could, get, I could talk about Peter Lowell's legacy on uh, another day. I'm not a fan of Peter Lowell, but, yeah, I want to see the club come out and tell us what's happening. I am willing to give Dominic McKay an opportunity, though, to get his feet in the door and, you know, give him a bit of time. If, obviously, we don't have a manager by, you know, the start of next season, then I'll be worried and I'll call you back and I'll tell you, yes, Celtic have you know, getting the fans around and being very unprofessional. But for the moment, uh, I'm laughing at Rangers last night, and I am confident that if we get a new manager in, Celtic will be back at the top of the tree next season. It's just it's just the way it works in, in Glasgow. You know, uh, the opposition fans take great joy in the, the other team losing a game. But going back to one of Jerry's point, you say Celtic have been really unlucky this season. In what way have they been unlucky, Jerry? I didn't say that, uh, Alex. I said Rangers have been very lucky, very fortunate with uh, a variety of things. Uh, for example, the players not being punished for COVID breaches blatantly, where Celtic players have. Been. Who? Who do you mean? Who, well, the, the COVID five who went to Valentine's Day party and then took two months for the punishment to come into effect. Right, but, but hold on, right? But what, the, there's a couple of things here. Whether you think that was handled rightly or wrongly is surely a separate issue from trying to convince us that it had any bearing on the league being won. Cause I think it was won by then. No, I'm just explaining to you that's an example of players. Who were not punished when Celtic players were so No but, the re- no, but the whole, hold on the whole, the whole point of your story Jerry, Is that, that Rangers have been lucky And that has helped them get their success How did that situation have any real bearing On, on Rangers winning the league If the time frame just doesn't match up Again Gordon yeah, And you go back to bringing the call I said Rangers are absolutely deserved to win the title They haven't been lucky in winning this, the title this year Stephen Gerrard was very lucky Last year when the lockdown came Because in my opinion and the view as many others, he was on his way out because the performances were very poor. I think they're lucky is maybe not the correct word. Um, I don't know what the correct word would be, but when you have guys like you know Jordan Jones and George Edwards and two nobodies being punished when the party was allegedly for another Rangers player, wouldn't name him, but we all know who it was when he wasn't there. Yeah, what a bit of a what a bit of thing to be done there. But I'm sure the media. What, 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 but here, Jerry, what if that's not true? Just out of curiosity Your your theory Well I think we all know There's a bit more of the story But I'm sure that the media Are all over that Yeah I think I think we do know So so just just To be be clear Come on make make your accusation clear Just so we know What you're dealing with Jordan Jones and George Edmondson Were just part of a party Where all the other Rangers players were there But no one else Get punished Just them No it was Scott Arfield's Birthday party Mm -hmm. And you're telling me That he wasn't there Scott Arfield wasn't At his own birthday party That was not where Jordan Jones and George Edmondson were no, I think it was <laughs> Well, okay We'll agree to disagree on that. And by the way, I've seen the theory I'm, I'm aware of it that, And people have their own versions of the truth, I guess But Well, that whole bit about the media will roll over I mean, the, the, the yeah. people never get tired of this nonsense You know, Jerry, can you substantiate You've just, you've just told Gordon that he was wrong uh, And that Scott Arfield was there Can you substantiate that? 
Well, it seems to be in Scottish football you don't have to substantiate anything oh, to no, But you example. made the allegation. Yeah, but, well, you know, I think you recall last year there was a certain club saying there was mass corruption involved. No, but here's the thing, Jerry, right? We're, we're asking you about your own claim and you want to take us down some other path. Do, do you do you know this for a fact or even close to a fact? I don't need to prove it because you can make it. <laughs> well, I think I think that's answered the, the point quite. That'll be annoying, Gordon. Yeah, I, th- I think that was a no. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. For, we got there in the end. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. I don't need to prove it. I'll need to remember that. <laughs> Lubo Maravchik. I never said that, and I don't need to prove it. Ross and Stranraer, what's on your mind? How you doing, guys? Gordon, Alex, you. Hello. Hiya. Hello, uh, my my point is really I just wanted to see what the panel think of uh, Celtic's uh, future signings, especially after recent times when the signings has been woeful. And uh, I honestly think that Celtic shouldn't be looking too far from home and uh, maybe looking to Hibs, Christian Deutsch, Martin Boyle and yesterday's cup goalkeeper hero Sander Clark. Um, I think these guys are ready for... No disrespect, but they step up and uh, they've played in the Premier League. They know what it's all about, and I think they would be good additions to Celtic. All because he helped put Rangers out the cup, or have you been a fan of Xander Clark for a while? Not at all, not at all. I've uh, I've seen him when he's been playing uh, for Queen of the South, and uh, I, I do think he's come on leaps and bounds, and it showed uh, yesterday how much a uh, good potential he's got. Ross, I I agree with you in what you're saying that uh, there are good players about the place. Mark McNulty, the way he took his goals for Dundee United yesterday, uh, I do understand he had a bit of a, a drought prior to that, but McNulty's a decent goal scorer. I'm not saying they should all go to Celtic. I'm just saying what what would concern... Do- Doid, what did you say? It was Doid, Doid Boyle and Clark. Yeah, yeah but I'm throwing in McNulty ah, right, right, right. for good measure. <laughs> um, the But the point I'm about to make, is, and Jerry made the assumption that if Celtic get the right manager, well, what if... Celtic don't get the right manager One that appeals to Jerry and to and to Ross uh, That's the problem for Celtic Ross There at the moment is a vacuum inside the club There's no manager to dictate signing policy There is no head of recruitment to carry out signing policy The, the, the place has just come to a shuddering halt And when does that shuddering halt come to an end? As I say Nine weeks and counting There was speculation Gordon That uh, Neil Lennon When he joined Celtic He was after Martin Boyle He's come back from an injury uh, He has done brilliantly this season He's on 15 goals Which is a very good return He, he wins numerous penalties as well Because he's so direct Christian Deutsch is not uh, at the level To play for Celtic No No, no for me no I think he, I think he lacks a bit <laughs> I don't want to take Hugh's line <laughs> But I think real quality When it matters When you try to get uh, European uh, qualifiers and things but Ross, you're convinced these guys Because you know, we've seen it a lot over the years Playing against Celtic, playing against Rangers It's different to then going there And, and being at the level required, isn't it? Certainly is But uh, just seeing these guys play week in, week out I, I do honestly think that they've got the ability And I mean, why spend millions on flops again? You know, these guys are doing it for, the, for their own clubs The other one was the left-back for Hibs uh, Again, Hibs, sorry the, uh, Josh... Uh, Doig yeah. I, I actually see a, a young Kieran Tierney there Yeah there, w- there will be yeah. a list of suitors there Alex won't there Without doubt I think he's already uh, Get people watching At the higher end of the, the Premiership Gordon He's just got great attributes You know he's got great desire Bombs up and down that left flank And he's got a wee bit about him as well so Ross. It's just difficult to predict you isn't it For yeah. every I mean obviously They've been well publicised this season The success Rangers have got out of Glenn Kamara um, If you look at Boyle he's Is he almost though 
You can see comparisons maybe with say Johnny Hayes who, who who did similar things for Aberdeen And uh, then comes to Celtic And it, it, it's a whole different challenge But You see I would imagine if And I underline if three times uh, If it's Eddie Howe He will have a whole host of players That he wants to come in And I'll guarantee you None of them play here uh, Sorry Hugh I was just about to say I think when he, the caller there uh, Ross His shout His last shout for me, is the best one out of a lot. Young uh, Doig, Doig. Uh, yeah, Josh Doig. Yeah. He, for me, he would get a, a, an opportunity yeah. to play at Celtic. Thank you, Ross. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Get your call in right now, and we'll speak to you next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Time for Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans to put their minds together and tackle this full time teaser. It's not. Got very many answers uh-huh. And that's because they're, they're quite tricky though So you know I've tried to balance uh-huh. it up for you Because I know you two Have your moments on these So thank you to Liam For sending this one in He wants to know If you can name Four players Who scored a hat-trick In the first ever season Of the English Premier League And have also played in Scotland During their careers So remember The English Premier League Started 92-93 So you're looking for Four players that got a hat-trick In the English Premier League That season And have also played in Scotland At some point uh, I'm going to say Dylan Dumley No Ian Wright No oh. So you're looking just a little bit earlier Right okay That's a tough one Mind you say oh. four Well in fact not necessarily earlier But ignore uh, that That's a dud clue um, So 92-93 Guys Flo No 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 no. Mark Hately No mm. Mo Johnson No So I'll give you a clue There are two former Rangers players in here <laughs> One former Celtic player And another guy who is definitely tied to Celtic But not in a playing capacity mm. John Barnes Strachan Yes Gordon Strachan oh. Well done right You know, Look at that 25 past 7 You've only Gary, got 3 to go Gary McAllister No All of a sudden it seems very simple One down 3 to go We'll leave it there Four players who scored a hat-trick In the first season of the English Premier League Who also played in Scotland During their Careers. Let's bring in Jim, who's a Rangers fan in Easter House. What's your verdict after last night, Jim? Uh, how you doing, panel? Hi, Jim. Uh, I was a wee bit gutted, but at the end of the day, I'm just happy we won the league. We, we stopped selling today in 10 in a row. We brought the natural balance back to Scottish football and just made a wee point to the puddle drinkers across the road. They're, uh, nah, nah, you can't have that. Right, um, yeah, Jim's not with us any longer, uh, Hugh. No, but, uh, listen. What about last night? I think I, I can see what Jim's point was in general. The league was all that mattered, that sort of thing. Stephen Gerrard doesn't seem to think so. He's as happy as he was. Some He's people, looking at. Listen, believe me, uh, some people will revere Stephen Gerrard until the end of time for what he did. Vim Janssen, uh, Wherever he goes in the world Is stopped by Celtic supporters I know because Vim Janssen has told me this Wherever he goes in the world Stopped by Celtic supporters To thank him for stopping Rangers From getting 10 in a row It is the nature of the rivalry um, But Stephen Gerrard I think is slightly embarrassed By what happened last night Because it is one trophy out of nine And he doesn't like that against his name Nor should he And he doesn't like the fact That Rangers have gone out in cup ties to a succession of teams They should not have gone out to 
Now let's bring in Gordon and Airdrie and see what he made of it. Hi, Gordon. Hi, guys. First time calling here. Good to have you. What did you make of it last night then? Um, very, very disappointed in last night's result. I just, I just feel, see, since I've we've won the league, fair dues, we've won it by twenty points, um, and I'm re- really happy with that. But it's the cup competitions that the players have just, they ever since we've won the league, the shoulders have dropped. It's, it's like they've no got that that oomph left them, like want to keep going and scoring goals and that. When you're a Rangers player, you expect. One trophy is not is not good enough. You you want to try and win all trophies. And me personally, I just feel this year and the two the two cups we've played in, we've been very very poor. I feel like the players have went into the game thinking that the the, the games are won before they start it, which is not a very good attitude to have because you you obviously got to respect your opponent. And it's 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 been two bad bad defensive goals it's cost us in the two cup games obviously with the St Mirren one we got a goal to make it two each and then obviously the corner came our defence is not defending at all as good as we should be obviously cost us the goal and then last night we're going we've went one now up and instead they try and keep the ball and keeping possession while Roof is is going to near, try and go to the corner and he, he's, he's falling over trying to get a free kick it's went against him They've punted the ball at the park. O'Hallon's got the corner. And then when it came to the corner, not one player is marking a six-foot-eight goalkeeper who you can clearly see with the green on, did not. He gets a free header, it hits off Kane, and it goes in the back of the net. It's, it's actually not the first time it's happened this season. It's been about four or five games where we've done this. We've done it against Benfica. When we were winning three one, we were winning two uh, one home and away. We've done silly instead of keeping the ball. We've done silly things, cost us goals. We've done it against Hamilton away this year, but it was one one. Couldn't hold on, and then we've done it uh, there against St Johnston Wednesday, and then again last night. It just feels like we haven't learned a lesson, and it's 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 it's, it's not acceptable. Yeah, let, let me put some of that to, to Alex then Because I think yeah. you raised some interesting points Alex Look, Rangers clearly didn't get a lot wrong this season Because they won the league And that's what they set out yeah. to do, right? That was the priority If there, if there was to be a main criticism Might, might it be game management? Do you recognise yeah. some of what Gordon says? Those examples that he gives? Gordon, I said earlier on in the programme When you uh, managed to get yourself back into the game uh, Against St Mirren Having not played particularly well I think you threw Kamara and Davis on And they, they changed the game uh, so to switch off at a corner, a set play, uh, and and that's when you're at your vulnerable because some of these teams when they're setting up, you know how crucial set plays can be, and to do it again last night, having not learned the lessons from uh, earlier on in the season, so I understand the frustration for most Rangers fans, and I also understand the fact that some of them will be absolutely jubilant, like I would say ninety nine point nine will be absolutely over the moon about winning the title. Is there an inevitability about levels dropping after you win the league, Hugh, or? Is that when you know that you've you, you've then taken even the next step and, and you've you've gone even beyond that when, when that doesn't happen? There should not be an inevitability. And I go back to Celtic's quadruple treble because um, those league titles were won early on by Celtic. But the carry They wouldn't on, have been quite that early though, would they, in terms of the calendar, you know, March? No, but uh, early enough for there to be the, the possibility of dropping off uh, in terms of your own standards But for four seasons they didn't do so And 
that is the kind of benchmark that Rangers are looking to emulate. And I think Steven Gerrard now, on reflection, because look at Steven Gerrard's reaction when Rangers scored last night, when James Tavernier yeah, scored. Delighted. Oh, absolutely thrilled. Uh, and then to find himself out of the competition 35 minutes later, uh, I think on reflection, I bet he didn't get much sleep last night, put it that way. Gordon, do you think, does it show actually then that, it, that it's hard to just rock up and win doubles or, or trebles? I wonder if we've maybe become a bit familiar with it in, in recent seasons with Celtic doing it because, I mean, Rangers are the best team in the country. The league tells you that. But but even that's not enough to guarantee that you go on and win more than one trophy. Has this reminded everyone that it's it's not easy to do it? It's not that. It's just it's the sheer fact that obviously look look at Celtic for the last six seasons they've won four trebles and they've won two doubles, and that was and that was where us not in the league and Rangers not at their best and Celtic were still producing that. They went an unbeaten run of sixty. I think it was 64-65 games unbeaten and their, their team just had the winning mentality and keep going it that's what you're expecting yeah we, we've we've had to work our way up from the bottom of the leagues to go right back to the top we've won the league I'm ecstatic with that but I want us to I want us to push on for that and it's like I, I just feel the players as I said their shoulders have dropped it's like they're not caring at cup competitions but when you're a Rangers player or a Celtic player the fans demand the players to keep going and try and win everything they're in and I just feel that when you put pressure on Rangers and it's proven against St Johnston last night and in St Mirren and also in one one of the games in Europe which we, we, get, we lost I just feel that when you put pressure on us we can't handle it and we've got no answer for it. And St. credit to St. Johnson last night. They played, they, they came to Ibrox, they felt like they could win and they, they, they went for it. They came at us and we, had, we just had no answers. We had chances, yeah, Morelos hit the post. But Xander put off two great saves from uh, Morelos with, with the header and, and that. And mm. any other day, we, we, uh, I hear Rangers fans turn around and saying, oh, if we played this person, we played that person, if we did it that way, it may be different. No, the way St. Johnson, St. Johnson last night went out there and they did what they had to do and it came out, it came off. Gordon, thank you very much. It was nice to speak to you for the first time. That was Gordon and Airdrie. Let's have a look at what's coming in here on Twitter. I like this from Paul. Paul's got a bit of a theory, Alex. He thinks that you're trying to put people off phoning in tonight because he's sent me a screenshot of a tweet that you put up earlier. And it says, right, we're going live in five minutes at Clyde SSB, only show in town. 0141 951 1035. Oh. Tell, me, tell me what's wrong with that. Regular listeners, you need new I specs. Do, I, I'm I do it all the time. And I've noticed that there, yeah, so he's, Paul's, Paul's thinks you're trying to put people off phoning well, in. Well, it's well, a good I'm glad he actually, f- um, he's, on, he's on Twitter and nothing else. Dylan says, Hugh, do you now agree, or do we all now agree <laughs> this Rangers side are not close to the Rogers Invincible team? I knew there would be inevitable. Comparisons. Well, I think if you if you win four trebles in a row, you have set the bar at a very high level, and clearly Rangers are not at that level yet. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five is the number that you need to dial. Uh, not three. Thank you very much to Gordon and Airdrie. It was nice to speak to him for the first time. Uh, the wonders of modern technology means I don't really know what the name of the next caller is because my screen's gone blank. Is it Chris? Do we think it's Chris, producer Callum? 
It's Chris in Kuala Lumpur. There we are, oh, Chris. Kuala what? Lumpur. Ah, just welcome, the corner. Chris. Welcome. How are you, Chris? I'm very well, thank you. I'm a member of the Kuala Lumpur Ranger Supporters Club. So, is that a genuine thing, or are you? Is that a genuine thing? Yeah. It is a genuine wow. thing. It is a genuine thing. Most of us are just lecturers at, at colleges and local universities and stuff. So, yeah, but it, is a, it does exist. <laughs> What did you make of it last night then, you um, and your fellow lecturers? Just, I just caught the end of I just caught the end of what you said there and he's right. Um Celtic did oh, the oh, line in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, man, says, man says Hugh is right and <laughs> <it's> his <laughs> signal <laughs> drops out. <laughs> Where's the justice? The conspiracy theories there. I, I didn't do anything to Chris, right? Chris is sick. I don't know who the, the mobile phone carrier in Kuala I am, Lumpur is. I am big in Kuala Lumpur. I knew it. There had to be someplace. I, I think there was a butt coming. The tone. No, no, nah, no, I do. No, I think no. the tone, it was like, look, Hugh's right, but he's not really, or something. I, I do the feel man, like there the was. Man's a man's a lecturer, a man, a man of high intellect. Yes. Let's get a lecture Did from. Did you see him he, saw, he heard a kindred spirit then. Let's get a lecture from Darren in Bells Hill What did you take away from last night Darren? Uh, poor performance for Angels To get up To leave a big 6 foot 5 deeper unmarked In the box was disgraceful But My point is I think Xander Clark should go to the Euros for Scotland Instead of David Marshall Ooh. Now I, I get Kind of where you're going In the sense I know he's not been in great form And in fact He didn't play for Derby At the weekend David Marshall's going to the Euros With Darren isn't he I mean surely The guy that got us there uh, But even then like, Maybe even John McLaughlin Who plays John McLaughlin He's not played much at Rangers He's okay. a good start But McGregor's took over But based on the performance Last night And then Throughout the season I would say Xander Clark deserves to go it certainly seems more likely that you know the, the John McLaughlin won the kind of third choice. I, I've seen Hugh people say Xander Clark. I've seen people say Liam Kelly. Is it actually open that third place, or does John McLaughlin go? John McLaughlin goes. I think um, there's a kind of Euro 2020 mania kicking in. Good, it, I'm all for it. Every time somebody has two good games in a row, he should be going in the, the Euro well, squad. To be fair, I think Darren's point though is that he's always been impressed, yeah, or he's been impressed for a while. He's not but, you know basing it on last night. No, but and I'm not uh, referencing Xander uh, Clark or, or supporters that he might have. I am saying that a, this kind of mania has kicked in now, probably because we're at our first tournament since 1998. Uh, the 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 excitement is uh, is growing. The the feeling among fans is that this one should go and that one should go. I'm just marvelling at how big a squad it will be mm. by the time we're finished. But I'd, with the greatest respect to Xander, he will not be at the Euros. Is he at that level? Uh, no, probably not quite, uh, Gordon. I have to say, though, over the course of the season, he's a, a consistent performer. Uh, he's already won the League Cup. He potentially won this Cup also. Mm. And uh, if he did that, then what a remarkable season. And, and the thing is, you know, Craig Gordon's not going to last forever either. You know, John yep. McLaughlin's what, 33 maybe? David Marshall's. David Marshall. So listen, he, he would be in the frame going down the road. Darren, it was nice to speak to you. I do have to leave it there because we need to take a break and go back to Kelly ahead of kickoff next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We have reconnected with Kuala Lumpur. We'll speak oh. to Chris in just a second, but we do need to get a final build-up to kick off. Team news and perhaps a Kyle Lafferty update with Andrew McLean. 
Yeah, well, the big news, of course, we brought to you earlier on. Kyle Lafferty out of this one tonight. Kilmarnock are describing it as a minor injury that he's out with, but he did arrive in a medical boot to Rugby Park tonight, and fans will be hoping that is just a precaution because they've got some big league games coming up to try and secure their Premiership status. But the task just does become that much bigger without him, doesn't it? Because he's been so influential, and you wonder what sort of mental effect that will have on the rest of the team because he has been our main man since he arrived and possibly a bit of a psychological boost for St Mirren in that sense as well. As for St Mirren, well, Jim Goodwin says the Scottish Cup is now their main focus after missing out on the top six and he's put together some really good foundations at the Paisley side this season and kicking on next season could be made a lot easier if they manage to make a real impact in the business end of this competition. As for team news, well, it's Colin Doyle who starts in goal for Kilmarnock. The back four, Ross Millen, Kirk Broadfoot, Zeno Rossi, and Brandon Hornstrup, Alan Power and Yusuf Nalumbu, the two holding midfielders with Chris Burke, Greg Kilty and Mitch Pinnock in behind George Oakley who is Kyle Lafferty's replacement tonight. As for St Mirren, it's Jack Anik in goal for them, a back three of Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy and Connor McCarthy. Then it's a midfield five of Richard Tate, Jay Henderson, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Jamie McGrath and Ilkay Dermis with Lee Irwin and Christian Dennis up top. It's Hibs, Dundee United and St Johnston already through to the semi-finals. Looking forward to seeing whether it's going to be Kilmarnock or St Mirren who joins them in the draw that takes place after tonight's game. Yes, me too. Looking forward to that one. Thank you, Andrew McLean. Very quickly, four players who have scored a hat-trick in the first season of the English Premier League who also played in Scotland during their career. Gordon Strachan, you've got... I've got three names. I've got Brian McClare. Nope. Uh, Charlie Nick. Nope. Andy Gray. No. Mark Falco. No. Oh. Is that the only one you had in all that time? Robbie Keane. I'll get... No. No, no, no. no. Right, I'll, give you, I'll give you some more clues <laughs> very soon. Right, we are reconnected with Kuala Lumpur. Chris, nice. just pick up where you left off. Take it away. I'm sorry guys um, I tried to do the Scottish thing And save a bit of money And use an online app But it didn't work So I actually had to Use my phone and my money <laughs> So um, Basically what I was saying Was um, uh, Hugh Had basically just pointed out That uh, What Celtic had done It was impossible It never happened It's never happened before And it just seemed like Rangers could never catch them But I left Scotland In 2012 That was my last season ticket and um, I've watched, uh, like, I've been a member of supporters clubs. I lived in Prague, I lived in France, and I've been in Kuala Lumpur for seven years now. And I've just watched us kind of climb up and up, and then we got into the Premier League, and it felt like, okay, now we've got a chance, and then they, they got Brendan Rodgers in, and then it just, you know, it was just impossible. Like, you just watched the Celtic team win everything. And um, this year, finally, um Rangers have won a title again and um, I mean it would have been brilliant to get the double it would have been amazing to get a double but at the end of the day I think the the, the most important thing was stopping 10 in a row and I know for a fact I meet Rangers fans all over the world and they're the exact same way they are gutted about last night like me I'm gutted actually sickened but at the same time I've got to take my hat off to St Johnson I don't think any team in the league would have beat St Johnston last night. They were brilliant. They absolutely deserved it. And I hope they go on and win it. But, I mean, the most important business of the season for me was winning the league. And I'm really, really delighted about that. Really delighted. I wonder how time plays a part in this, Hugh. It, mm. the, the big picture, the perspective stuff, it's maybe easier in a couple of weeks. It's the night after the game. So that, oh. that kind of sticks in your mind and... There's that real frustration That won't necessarily go away Because you're, if you're a Rangers fan You want to win everything And yep. you don't want to pass up those chances 
Um, but, but maybe you, you, maybe it's easier to be a bit pragmatic, more pragmatic in time. I wonder, Chris, before you set off in your travels, um, when you were living in your own country, and when Martin O'Neill came to Celtic, and the first thing he said was, Rangers are the benchmark. I think that for all that Celtic have been utterly dire this season, when you look back on the, the four seasons of the quadruple treble, Celtic became the benchmark. And Rangers, by virtue of the cup results, are not yet there because they've won the title and even in Kuala Lumpur that has registered in a big way but that that all said though I want is that is that now a bit is it unrealistic you know but you know you always rhyme off to not many teams win trebles and in fact doubles aren't even a given maybe quite as popular as you would think or, or as, as you know done as often so because Celtic keep winning these trebles or have did keep winning the trebles we've sort of built that up as if to say that yeah, well, you know, why have you not won the treble this season? As if that then becomes no, a but, disappointment. But, but Rangers, as I say, benchmarks are there, um, and Rangers want to aspire to that. They, of course, they do. No, I don't they, doubt that. But that's what I'm saying is, have we maybe has it become normalised almost Celtic, you know, winning trebles? Because up until a few years ago, it was this like once in a generation thing. I I think that the 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 stopping of ten in a row. Is the most important thing for every Ranger supporter from Kuala Lumpur to Dalmuir West, but uh, they are, they are and Chris is um, typical. He was very disappointed by last night. He's trying to be philosophical about it and put it in context. However, the Ranger supporters will not go on accepting cup setbacks. Yeah, but if they win the league every season, it, and I'm not saying they would, that it makes it a bit. Easier to stomach, does it not? Well, without doubt, if you because one day, and I don't know if that day will come, but one day it might be Rangers going for ten in a row, and then oh, or, now, now we are getting ahead. Well, How old will you be by then? Uh, what is that? Nine years from now, I'll be eighty. 80. Look forward to it. We'll have a birthday party on the show <laughs> for you, uh, Chris. What's next then for this Rangers team? Is that does that show that? You know, last night that as good as it's been, you can see then what the next the next steps are. There's still there's still a work in progress, and I think there's still some young guys in the team, and I think um, it could use a few additions. Um, but the reality is, I mean, Hugh said it earlier. There was a boy that phoned in earlier and said Rangers have been lucky, and and you don't win the league by luck. That's the one thing you can't win by luck is the league. You know, you can win cups by luck, and, but you can't win the league by luck. No by 20 points anyway. So they are a, a good team, but they, they need to get that, you know, I feel like over two legs in Europe, they're quite good. But when it comes to one leg, and it's very, very important, um, they, they struggle a bit. And they've proven that in the cups um, under under Gerrard. So that's something they need to work on. They've worked on the most important thing up until now. They've won the league. Now they need to start focusing on the cups. That's my opinion. Do you know they what I love about Chris? That he's, he's not lost his East End accent. No. He's kept it intact. Brilliant. That was Chris in Kuala Lumpur. Stay in touch, Chris. It would be nice to speak to you again on the phones. 01419511025. And the man paid for the call. Well, I mean, we we phone everyone back. That's the way it works. But I, I don't know if you did, we're going to need to put Hugh Keevan's expenses in to cover uh, the cost of phoning uh, Chris in Kuala Lumpur. Because it'll cost you to even accept a call, won't it? If Poor I call Chris. you, I try and do a reverse charge. I've noticed. Um, why do you think I ignore you? Um, big chance for some minute or a big opening, I should say, yeah, more than a chance. Yeah, for there's a ball down the right hand side. A lovely ball across the face eluded the goalkeeper. Unfortunately for Simon, there was no takers. What else Started then? The best. 
Over uh, the so weekend far. We know that Hibs Dundee United All lie in wait Who yeah. I've just missed someone Who did I miss out there For some uh, reason St Johnson St Johnson How could I miss it We spoke about it all night um, I yeah. just thought the cup football Was great you know, Pick one then And start with it Which one um, I, I go Dundee back United. to Well yeah Dundee United Without doubt for me Was the performance Of the weekend uh, I, d- I didn't think They had it in them To be honest uh, And Mickey Mellon Looked a, a very satisfied man At the end of it That you know We Rabbit on about the romance of the cup, but it's getting pretty romantic now. You know, you get St Johnston going for a league and Scottish Cup double. Incredible. You've got Dundee United, the, the re emergence of a club who only came back into the top flight this season. Um, you've got Hibs who have lost two semi finals this season already. They're into a third. Uh, wouldn't they just love to win that cup? Uh, and the winners of this game, Kilmarnock and St Mirren. Everyone will have a chance of winning the cup. It's terrific to watch. Aberdeen fans had been encouraged by what they'd seen so far, Alex. They liked yeah. Stephen Glass's new style. Look, they obviously ran Celtic close. They had previous wins also, and they were feeling pretty encouraged about it. Last night would have brought them back down to earth, I'd imagine. Yeah, wind out the sails. I think, Gordon, uh, they absolutely got bullied. I thought Dundee United steamrolled them, and to lose in that manner, you know, at home. I think uh, Stephen Glass will be thinking to himself I need to freshen his squad up I think there's a few players that are a bit tired within that And you need to get new bodies in there Gordon Because the run that Aberdeen are on I think it was at 4 and 15 4 wins in 15 Which is nowhere near good enough And then high drama in the capital on Saturday evening yeah. It looked like Hibs were cruising Motherwell dead and buried Good fight back to all Chances to win it really for, for both On to penalties and Ryan Porte scoring the I mean, winning penalty to send Hibs through. I know they got there in the end. However, to be two up, less than 10 minutes to play, and be taken to extra time and eventually penalty kicks, Jack Ross would have found that when a, a real sore one to take if they hadn't won that football, football though, isn't it? And just getting, getting it's there. It's Gordon because he's in the next round of the hat, which will be out. Uh, the cup. They cut the cup tonight So so uh, they're in the heart And they'll be looking to try and get a favourable draw as well they, um, they have to prove Alec That cups are not their Achilles heel as well Because they lost to Hearts In the semi-final um, Of the Scottish Cup They lost to St Johnston And were well taken care of by St Johnston The semi-final mm-hmm. of the Betfred Cup And they've been involved in a narrow squeak Against Motherwell They have to prove that the, the, the not get a little foible when it comes to cup ties. And I mean, two minutes to go on the show, no one yet wanting to mention the fact that Hibs' second goal was offside. No, that's just me. That's fine. You, I, I'll just I'll keep that to myself. And we'll, you're absolutely we'll deal right. With that it was later. another poor decision, Gordon, because the touch from uh, Jackson Irvin was uh, clearly offside because the goalkeeper was the other side of it. So there was only one man behind the ball. Another glaring error. No, don't make me, you know, bring it. No, but you're just, right. Just, you're just absolutely right. And, and by the way, don't want to miss it out. You know. Listen, we see managers and we see fans on the show time after time when the when I think been it hard was, done by. I think it was onside, and I have to go back to Jerry, the caller earlier, who said, oh. and I don't need to prove it. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> where that was going. You should see the look I just oh, gave you, Kevin. I thought, where is he going with this? Brilliant. Um, right, we're almost there. Commandlock St Mirren. Then, what's it been like to start off, Alex? Well, it's, it's been eachy peachy. Uh, Commandlock starting to work their way into it, but you have to say, in the opening five or six minutes, St Mirren looked the brighter. Well, this could be an all-time low because I just looked at the teaser. You've only got twenty-five percent of the answers, and I'm we're, we're almost for... out of time. So hold on, let me remind you of the question: Four players have scored a hat trick in the first season ever of the English Premier League, ninety-two, ninety-three, and have also played in Scotland during their career. 
Trevor Stephen. No, you've got Gordon Strachan. Mark Walters. Um, yes, Mark oh. Walters. Well done. Oh. Right out of the bag. We're struggling now. So we've got uh, one Rangers and one Celtic to go. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about team? Do Stephen the team might help us out? I'm just trying to think. Uh, Everton, Hugh was there. That's where I tried Trevor Stephen. No. So the clubs you're looking for down there. Spikeman Blackburn and Leeds Blackburn with Kevin Gallagher No he never played with Old Firm did he um, Leeds uh, Leeds Leeds you um, So I said I said Gary McAllister No Leeds in the early part oh, Did I play against this mob? Um, <laughs> um, okay the Celtic one is the Blackburn one Copy? No Come on, Celtic and Blackburn You should get that off that clue Sutton? Yes Chris Sutton Rangers and Leeds Strikers and Leeds I thought you'd get this no, well, Who was the strikers at that time? Chapman was there But he never played up the road um, So I think he He scored his, He came at Rangers maybe I would have been young 99-ish 99 I think So he came to Rangers around about 99 uh, Wallace Yes Rodney, Rodney, Rodney Wallace We got there Thank you Hugh Evans And Alex Ray Thanks for all your calls and tweets And extremely Busy show as always It seems to be the way of things at the moment But we like that The busier the better So give us a call back tomorrow At 6 o'clock 01419511025 With Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel We will also know then The lineup for the Scottish Cup quarter finals Kilmarnock or St Mirren To make up that quad And uh, is goalless there at the moment So we'll look back on that tomorrow And we'll hear from you then Callum Gallagher is up next <laughs>